Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. This episode, Dr. Bob likes bubble machines, baby gymnastics, and being a dad. And he knows how to mull wine. Mysterious Mark gets buggered by B&H, sees Hugen and Moonen, and anal celery. Wondrous Wade hires out pornographic shooting sites, refuses to blacklight, yet sees dicks and vaginas everywhere. From pseudo-psychology to colourful numbers. Yes! It's time for Dr. Bob's Real Boy Test. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the world's favorite podcast, Distractable. That's right, I'm saying it. Uh, if you've never seen the show before, there's a winner. That was me last time, and that's why I'm the host. And the, this time, the competitors are Mark and Wade. One of them will win, and then they'll host the next episode. Yeah, one of us will win. It's a toss-up. Who's gonna win? Nobody knows. Could be either of them. Mark or other. Anyway, yeah, it, everything's made up, uh, and the, everything's arbitrary. So... You're all caught up. That's how this works. And as per usual, we're going to start today with small talk. I want to go first. This morning, James, son, one-year-old, had gymnastics. And I just want to say, baby gymnastics? Pretty wild. Very cute, though. Turns out one-year-olds are crazy. Like climbing on the walls, doing somersaults. Balance beam, backflips. There were balance beams. There's, I like, they have the whole range. There's a balance beam that just sits on the floor. And then there's one that's like six inches tall. And then there's one that's like four feet tall that like looks super dangerous. It's fine. And there's like rings and they do somersaults. And uh, James uh, ran face first into another child today. They clashed foreheads. They're fine. He was upset for a second, but then there were bubbles. So he's fine. But anyway, uh, I was one of four men in the entire building, and it was an interesting experience. One of the men worked at the place. One of the men was a dad who left because they were in the class before us. And then I think there were was one other guy there. Wait, how big is this facility? Because four men in a place seems like a reasonable number of people. In the class before James's class, because there's, they're separated into like age groups, there were probably 20-ish kids and each kid has a each kid has an adult with them, right? So it's a kid and a parent. So there were like 40 people, 20 kids, 20 adults, all women, <laughs> except for one one dude in that class. And yeah, so in, in James's class, there was maybe more like 15. What is the purpose of gymnastics at one years old? I mean, it's not competitive, right? The point is you're teaching them how to walk around. It's a place where they can work on balance and motor skills. They, they learn things like how to do how to do somersaults, but you help them do somersaults. And so he's learning how to like control. He has to tuck his head. He has to stick his arms out. It's like it's like helping develop um, motor skills in a more fun way. They just run around They run around and climb on stuff. I don't know why my brain took it somewhere else. I was like, okay, it's not gymnastics. Like I'm thinking the Olympics. It's like you're teaching your baby to be a stunt man. No, no. Yeah, it's, you're exactly right. They're they're doing like live fire exercises. They're trying to disassemble a gun and then reassemble it as fast as possible. The baby's driving a car, has to wreck the car into a wall and know how to handle it. They they do a drill where the instructor's like, this is a grenade. When you pull this pin, <laughs> tink, uh-oh. And then they drop it and they see which babies jump on the grenade to save everybody. You know, stuff like that. They get to be the super baby they're the brave ones yeah you know the tough mutter run it's like that but with <laughs> babies you know Apparently, nobody expects dads to do anything, and every time I'm at a thing like that, I didn't, I will say, I didn't even, I was not in the room with them, because I, the reason I was there, because I, Mandy is traveling for work, I had to, my car is stick shift, and so uh, James's nanny cannot drive my car, so I had to drive them over there, and I just like hung out, because this is a thing they do every week. No one is mean, but you get a lot of looks. And like when James was in the hospital still, when he was born, every time he needed a diaper, I would be like, oh, I'll change it. And the nurses were kind of like, you cha you know how to change a diaper? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, Manny just had surgery. So who's going to change? The nurses were like expecting that they would just do everything. And I would just sit there and be like, take care of him. He needs you. I'm not a I think I'm a decent dad, but I apparently people don't expect men to do anything when it comes to children. And it's, it's people are always surprised. Like I take James to the store by myself, too. So it's like him sitting in the shopping cart and I push him around and we get grocery shopping or whatever. And people are always kind of like, 
Did he steal that baby? That his baby? <laughs> that, his baby? <laughs> that guy looks like a baby thief. Hmm. It was a fun morning and it was cute, but uh, also, I guess dads, I'm just going to put this out there. Did it change more diapers? I don't know, man. What did you guys do today? I have an update. You guys know I made that terrible purchase with the, the camera, and I talked about that last time. I don't know why, and this is fairly mean, but I my brain, when you said I made that terrible, my brain was like, movie? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Mark, don't be so hard on yourself. I made that terrible movie. No, 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 no. Excellent movie. No, yes. The camera. The whoopsie with the camera, yes. Right. Um, the camera whoopsie. Yeah. Uh, so I got an email back from B&H, and there's a bit of a mystery here because I can't quite figure out what the deal is. Um, so I, I've, I've shopped with B&H for a very long time for most of my camera purchases of any kind, lenses, accessories, um, random bits and bobs. I've always bought through B&H and I've never had a problem with them so far. Like I've done a lot of business with them over the years. And so when it came to this purchase, like obviously it's poorly timed, but I would have, I would have even paid like a restocking fee, which is usually like 15% to be like, okay, yeah, you're taking this on and restocking it because what I wanted to do is I wanted to return it and then immediately turn around and purchase from them the newer camera that came out. And so either way, they would be like making money. But here's where the mystery is. So they sent me an email back and they said, we will consult the buyer if this can be returned. And I'm like, what, is that? what does that even mean? Aren't you a... Aren't you the buyer? Yeah. I was like, aren't you the buyer? <laughs> it can. I'll answer that right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll return it. And so it was it was fascinating because they're like, okay, we'll consult the buyer because this this item was in stock. And, I, and to be fair, like on the item page, it said this item is non-returned. Like, I didn't see it, but it's there. It's an oopsie. But mm -hmm. I asked them if they could work with me and make it, like, happen. Uh, but they they then said, like, when I got an email back and they were like, we're looking into this given, our, given your history as a customer. And then we're now talking with the assistant buyer. And I'm like, assistant buyer? Why is Evan emailing these people? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so I went even further uh, and they, the the assistant buyer got back with some questions and it's like, has this camera been used and like what the condition is? And I said, like, it's completely new. Like the only thing I did was a software update. I haven't even used it yet. And uh, they wanted to know how many hours were on the camera. Because if you go into the camera in the settings, you can see how many hours it's been on, basically. So I bought it, assuming that it was new. Because that's what I thought. And I go into the camera settings. And yeah, I've turned it on to do a software update. So it has like maybe an hour or something on it from your use, right? Some amount of time you used it. That's what I expected. I turned it on. It says 12 hours. And I'm like, wait a minute. Hold the phone. I get back to them. And I, I ask them straight up like, is this a used camera? Is this a, is that why this is a problem? Why you had a buyer? Is this a used camera that you sold as if it was new? And then they got back to me, not answering the question. They said in very aggressive terms, the listings clearly stated this was a non-returnable item. And I'm like, but this was this was full price. What what what's going on? Um, and it just basically said in no uncertain terms, and they didn't acknowledge my question at all of asking if it was used, and then immediately followed that up with, we cannot return this item. And I was like, mm. what? wait, but what about the questions you asked me about what the condition was? Like, you asked me, like, what condition is it is, and as soon as I asked them, if the you caught on to whatever was happening, and like, super assistant buyer got in there and was like, no, 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 we gotta cut him off, cut him off, get him out yeah, of here. Yeah, I'm the super buyer. So basically, like, I was like, this is very weird. I feel like I just got completely shut down. Uh, so I was basically saying like, oh, okay, all right, I'll just go fuck myself. But also I was just like, I'm not gonna shop from B&H anymore because that was just super weird. I think they sold me a used camera Pawned off is new. So the one thing I'm thinking is, is there fact are there factory hours on that? That sounds super sketchy. And the only justification I can think is, oh, well, yeah, most cameras come from red directly and they have like eight or 10 hours of like, they turn it on, they test the sensor, whatever, right? Because people, hardware manufacturers test the integration. So they usually use the final product, but like, that's weird. And the way that played out is super weird. It, it was. That's the only update I have because it's just, it's so bizarre that as soon as I asked if it was used, they came back, the listing clearly states this item is non-returnable. And I'm like, wait. So uh, that's the update. Well, and you, even if it wasn't super conspicuous that it was some like open box return item, there wasn't a discount. So like, yeah, and I get that that's, you know, sucks for them, but that's. That's generally what 
people do. You don't you don't pay full price for a product that's not new because why wouldn't you just buy a new one? Well, and they should have just let off with that if that's not how they're going to respond anyway. Why bother like pulling your chain? Like, well, here, let's have you answer some questions, see if we can work with you. No, we can't. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's uh, somebody's boss must have caught wind and been like, don't ask him. Qu tell him no. <laughs> why did you ask? I'll fix this. And then they just emailed you. So anyway, that's the only update. It's it's, uh, it's kind of boring, but kind of whatever. But hey, Adorama is my best friend now. I don't even know how to say that. <laughs> what is that? What is that? It's a it's it's like a it's another camera website that you could buy a not B and H photo. It's the sequel to Futurama. Yeah. Adorama. I'm not sponsored by I, I, any of these companies. Your camera companion. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you who I'm not sponsored by. B and H. Offer rescinded B and H. Last episode we were like, hey, no. <laughs> Turns out we can't work with you. It's a used podcast anyway the camera is still good and there actually is um red is offering like an upgrade program where you can send in your camera and they'll upgrade it for not the full price of what the new new camera would be so you can send it in it's still money and i have to send it in and who knows when i'll get it back but there's a path so it's nice that they offer that so i'll probably try to go with that well you know you own all these lenses now and now you own theoretically an extra camera and you start uh, Mark's friendly camera rental company and just rent rent this stuff out to people or something? I have thought about that. I mean, there's a bit of a conundrum because, like, I don't know... The, the conundrum of rental companies is, like, when you rent something out, you don't know what they're going to do with it. And I've seen so many stupid shit that people do for shots. There was one where it's, like, they have this dolly and the camera's on, like, this swinging arm like this and they just run it to the end of the track and they just throw the camera and they got some pillows down there Oh. And they're trying to do that thing where it goes through the floor and like, you know, comes up. But I'm like, dude, you could you could have just, you know, hold it. Not literally. It was like it was on our train track. You know, they have dolly tracks and then they just get up to speed and chuck it. And the camera's like, Hoom! Yeah. there's just a pillow on the ground, on the concrete ground. Only tens of thousands of dollars worth of camera and lens and God knows what attached to that. That's smart. Anyway, so that's my that's my dumb uh, Mark made an oopsie purchase. And also, I guess my value as a customer is not going to give me anything. It turns out the rules apply to Markiplier, too, when they say no returns. You're right. You're right. Listen, I've put out a few uh, mean tweets before. I don't think this is worth a tweet me going like, you better return this. But I'll just say straight up on this podcast, it was a little weird. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It's not obviously like bad faith or anything on their part but it doesn't make sense completely what happened that's weird wade we saved the best for last all right nothing new that's you're not even gonna you could make something up well i was gonna add I, I told you guys that one of the places we rented out related to mark's camera rental idea whenever you're like you don't know who's gonna rent your camera i was like that's true you don't even know who's gonna stay at the place you rent out because the last time we rented out a place to stay with a group we looked in the registry and the group before us was like very obviously like a porno company and it's like you go to like get in the shower or get in the bed it's like hopefully they change these sheets <laughs> wait how do, how obvious was this what were what were the names in the book like steve schlong <laughs> Dirk Hard Mathers. It was like something pornography LLC or something. Like the name of the company was literally had pornography in it. Are you sure it's not something photography LLC <laughs> yes. and you just misread it? <laughs> pornography photography LLC. It's all of those. Because I was not the only one to look at this registry and like point it out. Why would, I mean, whatever. They're proud of their business and it's certainly, it's fine that they did that, but like, why would you sign the logbook as like, hmm, Big Titties Pornography, LLC? Maybe to rent it out? Uh, you don't need to sign it to rent it, I don't think. No, 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 no. Maybe no, I'm saying to advertise their own company. Every, every guy who looks subsequently is like, oh, that's an interesting sounding website. 
I, I find it more reasonable that the previous guests were like, this is going to mess with the heads of future guests. They're going to think that every bed's pornoed. It could have been, but there were aspects of this place that you could like look around after having read that and been like, like there was like a, a hot tub in the master bathroom that wasn't just like against the wall or what, or not hot tub, but like a tub, but it was like out. So you had like almost a full 360 degree camera angle if you walked all the way around it. There were just certain things where it was like, I could see how they could use this place for filming things you could get a black light for real cheap and you could check yourself that was one of those things it's like i don't want to know it's like we're staying here either way let's not but i was like you know mark you're right you know if you rented out a camera you don't know who's gonna use your camera for what I would just want to rent to like people I know and trust. And that way, you know, I'm not trying to, I wouldn't try to do it as a business because obviously it is kind of true. Like I have a lot of lenses and, you know, I'll probably end up with more than I would ever use. Uh, so it's either like you sell a set, you kind of like uh, gift it to someone who you trust or rent it out to people that you really, really want to give them a leg up. <laughs> this company also got a leg up. <laughs> 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 Mark's real laugh, everybody. It's killing me. That bit is always funny. It's never, never misses. That's it. That's all I got. I got nothing. My new, my small talk is over a year old. There's something wrong with letting it age a little bit. That's what I meant. Aged, not seasoned. Aged. Put a little pepper on the wine. Seasoned it. You think that'd be good? Well, spiced wine, yes, but not with pepper. Don't knock it till you try it, man. And mold wine, mold wine is just wine that you add spices to, but you add like cloves, cinnamon. You know what would be weird is if you add Szechuan peppercorns to wine, because those are the things where when they, they have that substance that makes your tongue feel numb. I've had things with like Szechuan in it, but I hadn't had like a real like raw Szechuan pepper in a soup until I had this hot pot. Um, Amy took me to like this authentic like hot pot place. Oh, those things. Those things rip when you get them out of hot pot like that. It was so funny because like the, the soup base that we ordered was called beef oil. And let me tell you, if you dipped your spoon in there, it came out like a candle, like the wax solidified, <laughs> the oil solidified like wax. Oh, no, man. And it's like every time you went in, you got a thicker coating. The, they were not lying about that was oil, like just pure straight up. <laughs> it wasn't beef and oil. It was oil of beef. It was oil of beef, but goddamn. Whatever oil comes out of cows, that's what they put in there. It was Good, but it had like raw Szechuan. Well, not raw, but it was obviously in the soup. But it was Szechuan that as soon as it touched my tongue, everything started going numb. And I'm like, oh, that's what legit Szechuan is. The Whoa. first, that's the same experience I had had because I had, I had had it in food and stuff where it's cooked into dishes. It's not the same as when you have it in hot pot and you and you try one for the first and your whole mouth is just like, oh, no. Uh oh. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh... <clears throat> Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says, like, hey, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million 
$15 in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way. Anyway, are you guys ready for today's uh, topic? Yes. Is it hot? Uh, we'll see. It might get spicy. It's really up to you guys, because today, you two are going to be participating slash competing in Dr. Bob's Real Boy Test. Oh, like Pinocchio? Interesting side note, I am not a doctor. The Dr. Bob moniker is really more for entertainment purposes. And uh, yeah, so there are several parts to this test. And part number one, unfortunately, does involve me sharing a screen. So if you're if you're listening only, we'll try and describe these to you. Uh, but we're going to assess how real of a boy you are. And at the end of the episode, the realest boy will be the winner, and you will get to host the next episode. There are, there are several phases. Uh, phase number one is, uh, I found this resource online. It's at openpsychometrics.org. And it's essentially an open source um, Rorschach test, which is the inkblot test, right? This is a very subjective test, but this specific test was created, um, I think, during the World War II times to as a way to large-scale screen people who were potentially going to be joining the military. Um, and it was made as a way so that you don't need to be a highly trained psychologist in order to, like, interpret the responses. It's more of like a, you take the test and the answer says something about you. So this is a multiple-choice uh, Rorschach test. I'm going to share the screen. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to look at the image, and then we're going to move on, and I want you guys to talk about which one of the multiple choices you would then pick to most accurately describe uh, what what we've been looking at. I'll mark down my choice. I, I opened up a sheet. That way, like, if Mark goes first, I don't, like, get swayed by his answer. I've got mine already marked down. Yeah, I mean, if you want to cheat, you can cheat, but real boys don't cheat. I don't want to cheat. I want to know what this says about me. The screen is shared. Wow, look at how not zoomed in that is. There we go. There's an ink. I have the timer running, so you get 30 seconds. Just look at this. It's it's about your impression of what it is. And you're not going to be able to look back at the image once the choices are up. So you also have to kind of decide how you feel about it now, and then you'll have to remember uh, in 10 seconds when the image goes away how you felt, and then make your choice. Anyway, 30 seconds is up. And so now we move on to the choices. Choose what is the best description of the image you just saw. Uh, we're going to do top choice. Second choice doesn't matter. Technically, the test is telling you to pick your top one and two things. But was that a picture of an army or navy emblem, crumbling cliffs, a bat, nothing at all, two people, a pelvis, an x-ray picture, pincers of a crab, a dirty mess, part of my body, or something that's not listed? My thing was not listed there. Should I say what it was? If you had something specific that was not listed, yes, I would love to hear it. I, I saw a wolf. I saw like a, a wolf with two sets of eyes. So it's like looking straight at the camera. Yeah. Perspective. Yeah, basically. Yeah. There's a wolf in, uh, I think one punch or a dog in one punch man, which I think is called literally overgrown Rover. And it has multiple rows of like eyes, just like that. It looked a lot like that. I marked a bat as my second option. I also saw something not listed. Uh, it looked like a beetle with six wings and the very top. I marked down as a vagina mouth beetle with six wings. A pelvis is one of the options, technically, and or part of my body, I guess. So I also saw a beetle. I missed the, the vagina pelvis mouth thing part. I'm not going to tell you who wins points or whatever. This one has colors. There's a little bit of red slash orange on this one, as well as uh, mostly black. And if you don't know, listeners, um, Rorschach tests are usually sort of like splotches of ink that are very symmetrical most of the time, I believe. It's like they fold the paper in half and, and spill some ink and then unfold it. So it's very, it creates sort of particular looking imagery. Was that a bug somebody stepped on? Nothing at all. Two Scotty dogs, little faces on the sides, a bloody spinal column, a white top, a bursting bomb, two elephants, two clowns, black and red, or something <laughs> not listed here. Black and red just seems like a cop-out to me, I gotta be honest, but... The first thing I saw was a face, like a big face with, like, red lips and the two eyes floating over top. 
the second thing I saw was two goblins high-fiving with their two bloody <laughs> knees touching and floaty hands behind them also high-fiving. So what I saw, the first thing I saw was actually two baby rabbits dead on their sides. <laughs> what? Red flag, red flag. That's literally what it looked like because the, the red seemed like blood and it, the shape literally looks like two rabbits. Um, but then I saw a face, the same as Wade. The black was like big mutton chop beard and it was probably like a clown too, but it was just like big red eyes coming up and then the face looked like, and it really looked like it had a nose. And it was just like, oh. Hunter and the two rabbits that he just killed and he's, he is thanking God for the meal. I don't like the fact that none of our answers are listed. No, that's that's fine. This is not a normal person test. This is a real boy test. And real boys, real boys are bold uh, bold thinkers with strong imaginations. All right. I think we all know that about real boys. This one has a lot more um, negative space, and I see something very specific that I can't unsee when I look at it. It's red and black again as well. Sorry, I thought that we would describe them more, but I'm realizing we're not describing what they look like at all. Or are we? Was that image two birds, meat in a butcher shop, two men, part of my body, red and black, a colored butterfly, spots of blood and paint, monkeys hanging by their tails, a red bow tie, Nothing at all or something not listed here. So what I saw was two like really fancy butlers and or like wait staff both bending over to carry like a very large tray. So I'd say two men, but that's quite a boring version of what that is. And the next thing I saw was just like it, it was very loose, but it was like a cow from front on. Like because I the, the bottom part started to look like a big old nose after a while um but it was more like really strongly the two wait staff carrying a big tray and the red in the middle did seem like they're big crevasses so i couldn't decide if it was two men leaning over i wouldn't have even said men i would have said two busty individuals because it looked like their chests were very uh, their chests were very pointed out ah uh, see that's what i saw that's what i saw they were voluptuous i also thought maybe that they were um poodles but the other thing i saw that was completely separate was the big dark space with the bow tie kind of looked like some weird frog face with two music notes next to its head listeners comment section subreddit viewers whoever you are i hope we're describing this but it's whenever you all see different things it's hard to tell you exactly what the image looks like because we're all seeing different things anyway this this part doesn't last forever if you're if you're disappointed you can't see the ink blots we'll move on to the next one here in a minute i believe there's one more of these that i want you to all to uh, to look at to give wade one more chance to go first then we'll move on to the next segment of the test but are you ready mm-hmm Get your thinkers on. This is a tough one. No no colors in this bad boy. It's all black ink. What was that? Is that the head of an animal? Lungs and chest? A nasty mess? A pair of boots? Black smoke and dirt? Nothing at all. A man in a fur coat? An animal skin? A big gorilla? An x-ray picture? Or something not listed? All right, the first thing I saw <clears throat> was like a bat clawing, like crawling at you. Like mm. an angled picture of the bat crawling at you with like it's... Like if you looked down your chest and it was like crawling at you. The second thing I saw was a big man standing there with crab claw hands and a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> like that, his dick was bigger than his legs. Okay, good. Wow, interesting. I thought, you know, I kind of thought that I would have seen more dicks uh, than, than Wade there, but I haven't seen any of the dicks. Looking at my sheet of notes as to what I've seen, this looks like the mad scramblings of a man who shouldn't be in the public. I saw, and I'm noticing a trend. I, I did see the head, not of an animal, but of an ant. Like if you did a really close up of an ant, I saw that. And then the next one was like, it was, it was more sad. It had like an emotional sad because I saw two ravens. Because it looked like raven skulls, the two little, uh, like, things off the top. And it looked like two ravens that were, like, slumped back to back, both looking down and obviously, like, more skull-like. So are we real, boys? That's not enough to really conclusively say anything. But I will say, current preliminary standings have weighed as the realest boy here, That's which is very fascinating information. Wade, you're a very real boy for all of those answers that you gave. That's Great. Uh, a giant mouth beetle, creepy face, floating bow tie people, an upside down bat. Okay, this next one, uh, part two of the real boy test, 
is word association. And there's a little bit of structure to this. We're not just going to randomly throw it out. It's going to be one at a time. We'll switch it up so Wade goes first, first this time. I'm going to give you, it's, it's as fast as we can. I'm going to give you five words, and you're going to give me the first thing that pops into your mind. And then we're going to pick the what you think is the best one of the five that we just did. And then the other person's going to go. And then we're going to have a discussion about whose word association is better. You ready, Wade? Yeah. Uh, first word. Swear. Cussing. Nose. Mouth. Parking. Driving. Statement. Speech. Brave. Coward. Let's jump right into yours, Mark. And Wade, think about think about which one you like and, and would want to pick. And Mark, if, if you're ready, let's do five words. Vegetation. Potato. Secretary. Dress. Student. Notebook. Modest. Naked. Up. Down. Wade, have you selected your, your strongest answer you think you had? The one that jumped out at me was statement speech, and I don't know why. I, I just liked the way those went together. Was like Other ones were just kind of opposites, or your nose is next to your mouth, or whatever. But that one, I was like, okay, statement speech. Kind of got me thinking about, I don't know, the olden glory pre-law days. Mark, do you have a favorite of the five that we just ran through? Uh, so there's a couple, because when you said vegetation, the reason I said potatoes is because I saw that meme where the potatoes just like, the other plant, like, it dies in, like, the perfect soil, the potatoes just, where's the fucking soil? Oh, yeah, you know, like, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Grown up on the wall. <laughs> it's either that or, you know, um, it's probably that one, but I, the reason I said dress and secretary is because I got this flash of Mad Men, secretary, and, like, that whole era of Mad Men, and that's, that just popped in my head, but I think the potato wins. Interesting. I I like I like that meme very much indeed, Mark. And if listeners, if you don't know that meme, it's literally what Mark said: is any normal plant dies, and then the potato is just like, "Where's the fucking soil?" Because it's like sprout. It's very funny. Uh, Wade, why is yours better? That's hard to say because like we're just doing quick word association, so it's hard to say that there's like a competing thing. It's just kind of like where our brains go. No, one's definitely better. That's how it works. I guess because. A statement, a speech, the association is stronger when it comes to making a more eloquent declaration than simply referring to a meme. You think that real boys say things that make sense instead of just random memes from the internet? That's your argument? I don't fucking know what a real boy is, so yeah, that's what I think. Look, I, I didn't want to give anything away, but I do have to say real boys have unwavering confidence, and that was just a little too wishy-washy. I'm going to need you to turn the confidence up in the next round. But that one goes to Mark. Congratulations, Mark. Thank you. I deserved it. That's fair. You're still losing. It's okay. I'll turn it around. Ah, that's the right level of unearned confidence. I like it. Uh, anyway, round two, random word generator. These ones are all going to be non-English words. Just associate it, it with whatever you think of. It can be an English thing. If you happen to speak the language, then that's fine. But I highly doubt that will be the case. Do we want to switch who goes first this time and have Mark do it? Or do you want to go first? Wait, I'll, I'll give you the choice. I mean, I'll go first. Would it be easier if we alternate instead of doing five in a row going one, 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 so we can write it down since we have to make up the word? Yes, that's the confidence of a real boy. Wade goes Great. first, but it's going to alternate. Wade's word is first, and then Mark gets a word, and then Wade gets a word. Back and forth, rapid fire, associate away. Wade, you go first. Are you ready? Yeah. Excelare. Oh, it, it's shooting. Uh, when you shoot an arrow. Mark. Attaskers. Castle. All right. Wade. Burlongus. Uh, it's what you wear when you walk into a burlesque club. <laughs> this isn't word association. What's he doing? He's just defining it. It could be. It could be phrases. It could be up to a phrase. That's okay. That's okay. Mark. Mm -hmm. Perceba. <laughs> it's perceiving your your perceba. Wade. Persignarius. Stepdad. <laughs> okay. 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 Mark. Mm -hmm. Levado. It's a really loud liver. Sure. Sure. Wade. Amos Dezerin. What somebody died when they were trying to send ammo to a friend. <laughs> what? Okay. Okay. Mark. Bancaba. To bend over. Wade. Modelo. A drink. Sorry. This is random. Sorry. Mark. Last one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Celeriaeus. Uh, celery up your ass. <laughs> Celeriaeus. You know, when you get celery in your ass. I like that a lot better. I like the chaos. Good chaos, Wade. 
Uh, do you guys have your favorite word association that you just created? And and why is it better than your opponents? I like different ones for different reasons, but I guess I've got to pick a favorite. Yeah, I've got one. All right, Wade's ready. Wade, what is your favorite word association you just created? I liked Burlungus, what you wear when you go into the burlesque club. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, just got me thinking of all the different creative attire that would be like the right attire for this. There, yeah, there's any number of things could be the appropriate Burlungus, depending on context. I'd like celery. Yes, because it's like multifaceted. It's like very, it could be just a standard dictionary definition of celery up your ass, or you could be calling someone a celery ass. You know, you, you got no ass, fucking like a celery stock is nothing. Can I throw out one that just was concerning? Person Naris. I don't know why stepdad came to my brain. <laughs> I was like, person, nah. I was like, a not not person. Stepdad, that's not a person. <laughs> that's not a person. You know that. But that was that was the one that I sped out. I was like, brain, why? No, that's the point. That's what we're trying to get to with the associations. I appreciate that. I have to say, it, it was a tough competition, but Berlingus was just a good one. I think we're going to crank it up. We got one more round of this. I think we're going to really crank it up. We're going to do extended words that are uh, greater than... 10 letters long. These will be English, but they're going to be all longer than 10 letters. And I want to go back and forth. I want to do 10 each, and I want them to be rapid fire. God, okay, I can't type this out. I'm not going to give you a lot of time. I'm just going to save you the word, give you a moment, and then keep moving. So fast, quickly, chaotic. Mark, you're going to start this one off. So it's going to start with Mark, and we're going to do 10 each, 20 words total. Everyone ready? Yes. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Uh, fuck the system. Hydroxydesoxycortisone. You better wet that person down in cream. <laughs> Mark, anti-disestablishmentarianism. Oh man, tear down the pillars of society. It's broken. It's stuck on anti-disestablishmentarianism. We're gonna turn it down to eight letters or longer, boys. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Electrophysiologically. Uh, shock them and kill them dead. <laughs> okay. Extraterritoriality. Aliens have come to take our jobs. Angiocardiographic. Uh, Angie's heart's really pretty. Nice, nice. Uterosigmoidostomy. Uh, it's a finishing move in Mortal Kombat where you rip the uterus out. <laughs> Wade. Micrometeorological. Really small meteor. We're safe, boys. Uh, Mark. Anti disestablishment. <laughs> Parade the leader's heads on pikes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, repeat words are part of the test. Everyone's, everyone knows this. Wade. Epididymovasostomy. Sauce up the butt. Mark. I swear to God, if you say anti-disestablish. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, that, the repeats uh, probably are done, maybe. Autorhinolaryngology. Uh, it's it's jerking off with a <laughs> belt around your neck. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, I think we're breaking the website a little bit. This is too many words, too many letters. Wade. Deinstitutionalization. Just tear the buildings down. Mark. Adiadococcinesia. What? what? Adiadococcinesia. A, a duck. <laughs> Wade. Deoxyribonucleoprotein. Uh, fine doxy nuker. Mark. Prostatovesiculectomy. Experimentation. I like it. Okay. Wade. Perengiacolitis. What frat boys do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mark, micro miniaturization. Uh, shrinking too far. Uh, Wade, duodenocholexistostomy. Check the teeth, then the butt. Check the teeth, then the butt. Got it. Uh, Mark, anti disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That is correct. Thank you. All right. Um, I think that's the correct number. I know Mark went first. I, I have didn't... 10. You have 10? Wait, do you need one more, Wade? I need one more. Neurochorioretinitis. Uh, brain eye problems. Oh, you know that one. You have eye, you have eye history. All right, so that's 10 each, boys. Did you, did you successfully note them down enough to be able to pick a favorite? I have all of them. Well, Mark, that's, that's good. That's good real boy activities that you were able to successfully note them all down. That's worth some amount of points, probably. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Wade went first last time, I think. Mark, what's your favorite one? What's your strongest one? Uh, so I just have it written down in my notes as finishing move in Mortal Kombat. Bye-bye, uterus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what the actual word was, but that's what I've written oh, down. Oh, man. I don't think there's a way for me to bring up the history. I probably said it wrong enough that, um, I could have shared my screen so the words were all on screen, but then, then you could have read them. That's not how this works. Anyway, that was a good one. I did like that one, Mark. Uh, can I, could I interject? My, my bladder's about to explode. Could I? <laughs> okay. Can I take a bathroom break? Would you like us to wait, or would you like Wade to continue talking? He can continue talking. All right. He Mark's going to go pee pee. It's quick. What was your favorite word, Wade? The very first one, the hydro corda, whatever it was, and I just get them wet and cream them. I was like, hydro, water, something solid. Like, that sounds like a cream. That's just what came out, and I nothing topped it. I'm surprised Mark didn't pick anti-establishmentarianism. He had, like, what, four different answers to it? He had four cracks at it, yeah. No, I... And he got them all correct, as far as I could tell. The fourth answer to anti-establishmentarianism is, fuck you. Did you have a favorite answer from us since, you know, we got time to kill? Uh, if I'm reaching all the way back through the whole thing, my favorite answer was still stepdad. As a as a funny response, yes, I like it. But also, somehow, in a way I can't describe accurate, also, I like that. Like, it's true in a way that I'm unclear. Talking about uh, Wade, my favorite answer that Wade gave was still stepdad. Oh, okay, good, good, good. It's like, right right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got that paternal root, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Mark, did you have a favorite of all of your answers of the whole time? Of all of my, a duck. A duck. That's it. Okay. <laughs> duck. Duck. Uh, you know what? It doesn't have to be, just because the word's long doesn't mean the association has to be complicated. I, I get that. This round was tough. It's very close, but Mark earned some extra real boy points by being so prepared and confident, and uh, I think Mark gets this one. Oh, sweet. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. But like, Wade, you get like consolation points. Somehow you get like a, a bonus point that doesn't actually count towards winning the game. One of us got a new slogan for a distractible t-shirt, and that was me. Get them wet and cream them. I have two more segments prepared, but one of them I don't think is necessary. I think we're going to skip. I was going to do something about car parts because I, I personally firmly believe that real boys know something about automobiles, but I don't think that's necessary because I think what's more interesting and illuminating to your personalities and the realness of your boys is um, numbers and colors. I'm going to give a number and you each will have an opportunity to make the case for what color that number is. And we'll alternate who who gets to go first. So each of you gets a crack at being the first one uh, and then being like the, the follow-up. Well, I'm going to generate numbers between 0 and 10,000. So they could be various lengths. And I'm just going to give you the number. Uh, we'll start with Wade going first. Can colors repeat? Oh, yeah. It can it can be whatever you want. And it can be... I want you to get creative with it. And the most correct color for each number obviously wins. But... Maybe there's more than one right answer. They're definitely wrong answers, but there's not exclusively one right answer. Let's see. So wait, you go first. The first number I would like to assess is 9,761. Burnt orange. How did you get to that? I don't know. The number nine got me thinking about an orange in general. And then like 761, I was like, uh, one, the odds. So it's not really like a pure orange. It's an off orange. What's the first off orange that comes to mind? I guess burnt orange. So burnt orange is kind of like a little darker than like a regular orange, right? Yeah. Mark, 9,761. Uh, white, because that's a number with a lot of varied characters. So for readability purposes, I feel like white is what that number should be. I will say on my screen, because I use, I'm using Google's random number generator and I use Google in dark mode. It is actually white. So that, that's interesting. Uh, that's very correct as to what color it is, but I, I somehow, I feel like burnt orange is more correct as to what color it should be. Oh, I don't know about that. You change change that to burn orange. You'll you'll see how wrong that is. Is that a thing I can do? I would love to change the color of just the color balance on my monitor. Or, <laughs> no, uh, Wade gets that one. Okay, but Mark, you go first this time. Oh, what an what an interesting number, Mark. The number is five thousand nine hundred and ninety four. That's a nice deep purple, like just a deep purple the kind of purple that is just an endless void of of subtly shifting hues of of ultraviolet as it like goes down into the depths of the number wade 5994 macaroni and cheese which is like a 
goldenrody yellow. I got bad news, Wade. I, I don't even need to hear anything else you're about to say. Something very deep in my soul when you said that just screamed from the depths of my being. Wrong! No, no. No, no! The, the curl wrong. of the five, the curls of the nine, they got a nice like elbow macaroni shape going on. I, I thought this was a joke and I would, I would make fun of you. That was a very seriously visceral response somewhere inside of me was just like, no! <laughs> That's the wrong color! Yeah, I don't know why, but I got that too. And I like macaroni and cheese, but for when he said that color, I was just like... Mm. Very elbowy macaroni. It looks like a pile of macaroni. If it... No, no, no. 3,333 3, would be macaroni and cheese. Alright, I'm sorry, Wade. I Honestly, I like your argument, but just... My soul says no. The market's that one. And purple did feel right. Purple felt good. Wade, the next number... Wow, lots of high ones. The next number is 8,504. I'm going with like a forest green. I don't know if it's because you said high number that influenced my thought process, but 8504 just feels tall and grandstanding like a tree. And therefore I got the forest green from that. Man, my answer is going to sound so funny because it's, it's related to that reasoning, but it's a different color. Oh, I thought you were just going to say mac and cheese, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because I was thinking more of a slate gray, like the color of mountaintops, not snowy peaks, but like the, the middle section of a mountain, like just like that kind of like dark but shifting tone of a gray like that just speaks of high places and mountaintops so it's like the similar reasoning but i was thinking like slate gray i would say if it was four 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 sure because you'd have four peaks but the eight is too rounded and notice how i did i didn't say peaks i didn't say peaks he's has trouble listening sir refer to me as proctor yes proctor yes good proctor i i do like both of those in a way that I can't describe or in any meaningful way justify, uh, Wade wins that one. Correct answer. Thank you. Uh, one more, Mark. You go first on this one. Oh, what an interesting number. Mark, the new number is 5,929. Man, that's that's throwing a curveball. Uh, I'm going to go bold, and I'm going to say that number is pink, just because like it feels so different and unique. I feel like it's it's not the most vibrant, like, candy colored pink but it's more of a subdued less saturated pink like a, like a pastel like eastery pink yeah because i was bouncing between that and yellow and who knows maybe it's like a pattern of that but yeah wait i'm gonna give a really weird but straightforward answer to you and that's brick red because i'm pretty sure that number combination was like a street address of a friend when i was like in first grade or something and the first thing i thought of was like a brick house so i got a brick red Mark, I was completely with you on the pink right up until Wade said the word brick red. <laughs> and then I was, I was, I, I can't unsee it or unfeel it. Wade, Wade gets that one. Brick red. Interesting. Fascinating. Just felt like a street address, I guess. I don't know. In Cincinnati, a lot of houses are brick. So I think we're used to seeing brick houses around here. One more, one more. And Wade gets to go first on this one. The last number. Oh, this is an interesting number too. The last number is 8,897. I'm going to go with dark gray. The eights give me a feeling of infinity and there's two of them. And then 97, even though nine's higher than eight numerically, it just feels like there's something taken off of an eight and it's like trailing off into an infinite void of like gray and blackness, but it's not quite black. So it's like a really dark gray of just trailing off into the infinite. That number is a beautiful mahogany. You can see the wood grain in it. It's wood inlaid. It's got these beautiful textures of brown that catch the light in a very particular way. It's just gorgeous. It's an elegant number that needs an elegant color to it. Hmm, that's tough. I Tough because I like both of those. And I feel like I'm more drawn to Wade's, but somehow Mark's feels like more elegant is a good word. Somehow that feels correct. I think I gotta pick Mark, even though that's kind of personally disappointing. I'm on your side, Wade, but uh, you lose. On that one. On that one. What What is this revealing about our psyches? Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, going from um, looking at my list here of goblins high-fiving with bloody knees to what you wear at a burlesque club all the way down to 5994 mac and cheese. This piece of paper I have typed shit out on is concerning to read. It's fine. It's fine. I think you guys are both good. I think what we've definitely revealed so far is that you're both real boys. I do want to say there's one final question. It's not a bit. It's one question and there's one answer and there is a correct answer 
And I'm going to say the question, and I want you both to blurt out whatever answer you think of as quickly as possible. First one to speak the correct answer out loud wins the entire game. Uh, what is the part that makes you a real boy? Penis. Uh, soul. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. Ah, no. I Well, okay, can I be honest? Neither of you said exactly the right answer. And I was really hoping we would get straight to it. Balls. No, no. Keep trying. This guy left no for colder uh no strings to hold me down all right i'm gonna give a hint everyone get on edge wade was close on this very first thing he said foreskin frenulum big dick energy perineum cav uh, corpus cavernosum prostate a bladder uh, urethra everyone has those sperm uh um 1.3 times more earning potential uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right this was this was lenses <laughs> what if it was lenses what if it was what something? if it was i was just trying to give mark the win all right no neither of you got that okay the correct answer for what is the part that makes you a real boy is pp which technically is not that different from penis but in ways that are important and meaningful it is different so no one gets that point and because i didn't write any of this down and i literally kept track of the points in my head like a real boy i believe it was very close and wade was ahead almost the entire time except for when mark got the last one correct in the color game and i liked it very much indeed i went three out of five on the color game there's no way <laughs> Yeah, but you you hit me with macaroni and cheese. No! From which I am still reeling. You have no idea how many points... Just remember the burlesque show! You have no idea how many points macaroni and cheese cost you, okay? Brick Red! Remember Brick Red? Brick Red was good. It did not undo macaroni and cheese. Nothing erased the stain of that yellow nonsense. No, 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 no! This is not happening. I was trying to keep it fair, and it's only... Did you? <laughs> Look, I cannot help that I still feel completely icked out from macaroni and cheese. It costs you everything, Wade. Real boys eat mac and cheese with their peepees out. That might be true, but I think you've already... I think this is too little too late from a real boy. You know what? You're the host, and what's fair is fair. You're right. I'm not even saying you're not a real boy, Wade. You are a real boy. It's a comp it's a competition, and mac and cheese is just not a real boy answer. You guys learned nothing from the morals and ethics episode, because every single loss I've had has been immoral recently. I just want to throw that out there, but you know what's my loser speech? I'm just taking my time to give it, so go ahead. Wade, would you like to win because you're complaining right now? Because I'll do that. No! No, real boys take it to the chin. Oh, that's true. Look at the real boy being a real loser. Congratulations, Mark. It really did come down. You you underperformed, but it came down to the macaroni and cheese, and that's all I can say about it. Yep. So uh, do you have a winner speech? Yeah, I, I would say that um, being lucky is the realest thing that you can be. And today I was incredibly lucky. Um, I made that luck happen, but also that, lu that luck made me happen. And I was... I was pee-pee out the entire episode. I'd like to think my pee-pee is a lightning rod for luck, and uh, the more out it is, the more luck I have, and that has proven not wrong my entire life. Wayne? I gave my speech already. I'm done. I yield my time to the proctor. I thought Real Boys took it on the chin. I am taking it to the chin, and now my mouth's numb from the, so much chinning. Seem a little sad. I'm just gonna say, you seem a little, you seem a little grumpy. Nope. Just incredibly enraged internally and internalizing it more like a real boy do until it comes out in a fit of fucking rage later. Yeah, I could have sworn that like when I went for that bathroom break, you guys would have done a handshake deal, but um... We did shake hands, but we'd said nothing. I mean, to be fair, Wade, you do recall the deal that is already in effect. Oh, I recall. Yes, okay. Well, so you understand why I had to do what I had to do today. In the grand scheme of everything, it, it makes sense. I had to. Anyway, there we go. This has been Dr. Bob's Real Boy Test... And even though he is a real boy, Wade is not the realest boy here. Mark is the realest boy here. Congratulations. It was very interesting. I feel like we learned a lot about each other and ourselves, and I hope the listeners found it very enlightening, and I hope the watchers enjoyed the part where you had to see something on screen for it to make a lot of sense. 
sorry sorry about that. I, that people are gonna be mad about that that's not about it. that's the end of the episode make sure you check out um marcus markiplier wade is minion 777 or lord minion 777 he's not always this enraged that's just when he loses and yeah thank you so much make sure you follow the podcast hit the plus sign or the whatever that so you get you know get notification we put out like two maybe three episodes a week most weeks we got bonus content. We got Mondays and Fridays. It's good stuff. It's all as good or better than this one, at least. That's the end of the episode. Thank you, competitors, for competing. Mark will be hosting next week. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Starting to run out of topics, so this winning streak just keeps going. My lunch is here. <laughs> I'm going to go grab it. You guys can talk about your big fucking big boy wins. I'll be back. Real boy. Real boy peepees, okay? Podcast out. <laughs> <laughs>